What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. This past weekend was Thanksgiving in Canada. And Thanksgiving is an opportunity to, well, give thanks for the people in your life, your family, your friends, your colleagues. It's to give thanks to Mother Nature for providing her bounty. It's also to give thanks to life to those who provide the necessities that we need and sometimes we take for granted. And that leads me to roses and thorns. Now, you might be wondering what roses and thorns have to do with giving thanks. Well, when you're giving thanks, you're showing that you're grateful for what you are given or what you receive or what you experience. It's that attitude of gratitude, if you will, that reminds you of how blessed you are, perhaps how lucky you are. So again, what does that have to do with roses and thorns? Well, as you know, I teach at the University of Winnipeg Pace, and one of my courses that I teach is Effective Oral Communication. Now, a few years ago, a friend of mine, Natalie Suppis, was teaching this course, and she introduced something to her class called a rose and thorn. Now, if you think about a rose, it's beautiful, the petals are soft, it smells wonderful, it's a special flower, you know, usually given for special occasions, you know, like Valentine's Day, typically roses are part of a bride's bouquet. But when you think about the thorns, you know, so the stem of the rose, you have to be very careful when you're picking up the stem that you don't prick your fingers on the thorns. So the rose represents something that you are grateful for, and the thorns represent a challenge. You know, so if you think about you're grateful for the rose, for its beauty, for its, you know, beautiful smell. It's soft. And the challenge is to not <laughs> prick your fingers on the stem. And Natalie introduced this to her class and would ask the students, what's one thing you're grateful for? 
and what's a challenge. And I really liked that approach because when you're asking students to introduce themselves, maybe at the beginning or when you want to start the class, you want them to start thinking about, okay, what am I grateful for today? You know, and also sharing what a challenge is because sometimes when we have a challenge, we think we're the only ones that are dealing with it. And then once you start sharing, you realize, oh, I'm not alone. There are others that are also feeling overwhelmed, maybe tired, maybe frustrated. And it's sharing and connecting with each other. So I started uh, introducing that concept with my classes. And so every class, I would start asking students, tell me what's one thing you're grateful for and what's a challenge. And what's interesting is at first, nobody knew what to say. You know, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm grateful for. Well, could be anything. I'm grateful for a cup of coffee. I'm grateful I woke up this morning. I'm grateful I caught the bus. I'm grateful I had an umbrella. <laughs> you know, there are so many things you can be grateful for and challenges. Oh my gosh. You know, don't get me started about challenges because it's easier to talk about the challenges you have in your life than it is to talk about what you're grateful for. I'm going to veer off topic just a little bit right now. And I want to share something that my friend Wendy Hofford asked her clients, if you will, people that she was working with, with uh, Clifton Strengths. And she asked us, I want you to list a hundred things that you are good at. A hundred things that you do well, a hundred things that people say you do well, whatever it is. I want you to write a hundred things. And I started writing the list. The first 25 were pretty easy, but then it got harder. I had to think, well, what am I good at? You know, what do I do well? And I really had to think hard about it, which is interesting because if she had asked me to write a hundred things I don't do well, or a hundred things I I'm terrible at, I would have had probably no trouble, <laughs> but it's thinking about those good qualities, the good moments, you know, the things we're grateful for, you know, that can be a challenge. And so getting back to my students, sometimes students would want to start with a challenge first. And I would gently ask them, well, I'd like you to think about starting with a something you're grateful for first. And for a few of them, it's like, oh, let me think about that for a second. Can you get back to me? Absolutely. And what's interesting about challenges is sometimes students will think about it and say, you know what? I really don't have a challenge today. And I said, well, that's good. You don't necessarily need to have a challenge. Maybe all it is is that you're grateful for whatever the day has given you. And I find that students will connect with me after I've finished the course and share with me how valuable they found that experience about offering something they're grateful for and a challenge because they talk about how it connected them together in their classroom because 
when we're teaching effective oral communication or effective written communication, the class is split into two. So there's two cohorts. And the cohort that I was teaching, the students felt that they were their own little community, that because of what they would share with each other, talk about, you know, things like sharing a birthday. You know, I passed my driver's test. I got a job. My family's coming in, you know, things that they're happy about and they get to share and everybody celebrates and claps and cheers them on. And then when there's challenges, so, you know, not just the typical, oh, I'm, I'm really tired. I'm overwhelmed. I, I can't deal with all the assignments, but sometimes, you know, challenges can be a little bit more serious, you know, so it's, it's sharing and maybe being able to talk about it because sometimes you don't have anyone else that you can talk to, you know? So sometimes when students arrive in Winnipeg, many of them leave their family back home. And so they are alone and maybe sometimes they are living with a roommate and sometimes they're living by themselves. So when they're having a tough day or they have something that they want to celebrate, who do they talk to? Who can they share the news with? And it's giving them that outlet to do that in class. And it's something that I have them do first thing. You know, I say, hello, good morning. Okay, let's do what you're grateful for and what's a challenge. And the first time I do it, it's it's kind of funny. Nobody wants to start or someone does and then everybody's quiet. And I say to them, okay, you know, you all have to do this, right? <laughs> and then they kind of smile and, and then they share. And sometimes ones that perhaps didn't want to share the first time are ones that are putting up their hands first and they can't wait to share. They can't wait to talk about what's going on in their world. And it may seem like a small thing to do, but it really does have an impact. And you know, I mentioned about students, how they value and they, I still get messages from students saying, you know, I still remember our roses and thorns. And I still do that with my classmates, even though we don't have you as a teacher anymore. And it's a little thing, but it's sometimes the little things that mean the most, that make the most impact. And when we think about what we can do to have someone be grateful for our presence, for what we can offer. It's again, doing those little things. It's being there for someone, you know, saying, I'm here for you. If you need to talk, it's celebrating those special moments, you know, writing somebody a card, dropping off some sweets if somebody is struggling and Thanksgiving dinner. Let's, let's go back to that for a second. Typically when I do a Thanksgiving dinner, it's, you know, the turkey and the stuffing and the, the side dishes and the pumpkin pie. And, and I'm no different than most families because you hear about turkey overload, you know, or we're going to another turkey dinner. And yes, the food is prepared differently. Everybody has different recipes for stuffing and not everybody likes pumpkin pie, but it's not even about the food. It's about gathering together everybody at the same table, enjoying each other's company, enjoying the food. And whether you play games after dinner or you sit around the table and, you know, just talk about 
your day or, you know, what you're doing and catching up with each other. Because we're all so busy these days that it's sometimes hard to connect and find out how everyone is doing. We don't think about calling someone and say, hey, how's it going? Or, you know, checking in with the kids. You know, sometimes I won't text the kids for a week and they won't text me either. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just, we're busy. And typically, you know, we'll connect with each other if we have something to say. So having those moments where you can connect with each other and be grateful that you can share and that you can be happy for someone sharing some good news or sharing things that they're grateful for, but also being there for them when life can be a challenge. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Regarding Thanksgiving dinner, there are a few nonprofits that actually do a Thanksgiving dinner for those that are less fortunate, that perhaps don't have a home to go to, or don't have a Thanksgiving dinner to attend. And so Silo Mission will put on a turkey dinner. It's not just about the food, although that is important because some who attend the turkey dinner perhaps didn't have anything to eat that day. Or if they did, it wasn't nutritious and maybe it wasn't warm. And so coming to have a turkey dinner with all the fixings and it's hot and it's nutritious, it's showing some kindness to those who receive that dinner. It's allowing them to be grateful for the food. It's showing some sense of humanity you know, caring about them as like a person, you know, not just, oh, there's a, there's a homeless man on the street because we're all humans. We all deserve some sense of dignity. And it's that gesture of providing someone a meal. It's people from all walks of life who volunteer to work at a soup kitchen, to help out at the Thanksgiving dinner. It's people who donate product turkeys and food that will help feed those in need. And with the rising cost of groceries and everything else, it's everyone who sometimes feels the pinch and can't make ends meet. And so going to a food bank or visiting a soup kitchen, getting a bagged lunch. I know there's there's one in the West End that Every morning, they set out fruit and granola bars and, you know, bottled water, etc. And it's offering people an opportunity to have something for the day. And it's helping to feed not just your tummy, but it's feeding your soul. It's giving you hope that 
someone is caring about you, that you're not alone because there are those that are caring about you. You know, I want to circle back to the roses and thorns again, thinking about what we're grateful for. I know they talk about, you know, writing in a gratitude journal or, you know, write down three things you're grateful for in the morning and then three things that you're grateful for at night. So in the morning is, you know, I'm grateful for my coffee. I'm grateful that it's sunny out. I'm grateful that I get to do the crossword puzzle. And then at night it's, I'm grateful that I got to connect with a friend. I'm grateful that I was able to go for a long walk, or I'm grateful that it was a beautiful day. And it doesn't take much to think about what we're grateful for. I think we have to remember that if it's difficult to think about the roses in our life and think more about the thorns, if we switch our mindset and think more about the roses, maybe the thorns won't be as thorny, (laughs) won't be seen as much of a challenge if we can stop to think about all the good things that we have in our life. There's a phrase that's called, uh, you know, stop and smell the roses because sometimes we're so busy, we don't stop to do that. So for those that tend to be busy and, you know, working hard and sometimes taking on too much, I tend to do that. It's an opportunity to perhaps take a step back and smell the roses, metaphorically speaking, but start to think about what we're grateful for. And what we're doing is giving us joy, giving us that feeling that we're grateful for doing what we're doing, or is what we're doing a challenge? And if it's the latter, maybe we need to take a step back and think about how we can turn the challenge into something that is less challenging or perhaps giving up or stopping the thing that is becoming a challenge for us. It's really up to us to think about what gives us joy and what is something that we can say without hesitation that we're grateful for. So until next time, Think about the roses and thorns in your life. Think about what you're grateful for. What are your challenges? Can you adopt an attitude of gratitude? You know, waking up in the morning, thinking about what you're grateful for. And if you have challenges, thinking about what these are as well. And what can you do to minimize the challenges and increase the roses in your life? Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson. 
an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.